2: Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
3: Time for some of the news that didn't necessarily make the news this morning. How long do you think you would let a friend stay with you? How far would you go to get out of a traffic ticket? And how fast food joints are tricking you into eating more? Yeah, it is Monday, the 23rd of April. 2018, we're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't necessarily make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. So let's say you had a friend, and that friend was going through a really rough time and needed a place to crash. How long would you let them stay mm. in Depends real on days? The friend.
2: <laughs> who the friend is. There are some I would let stay a really long time, others a couple days.
1: I let a friend live with me for for free for about three months-ish while yeah. she was, like, saving to buy a house.
2: Yeah. Oh, and it, that was it, nice. And it was
1: awesome, though, because, I mean, she was a really great friend, and she was mm-hmm. nice, and she would, like, clean up after herself and things like mm-hmm. that. And worked I worked out. Like, She's yeah, a good roommate. It worked out. I mean, I was already paying that price anyway, so I'm like, just stay here, save your money,
0: and get a place. I had a buddy from high school get a job working at uh, one of the agencies downtown Cincinnati. He's like, hey, I'm moving to, to Cincinnati. Can I rent one of the rooms from you. I said, sure. So he stayed for three months, paid for three months, and at the end of that three months, he lost the gig because he's a jerk.
2: Oh.
0: Um Yeah. <laughs> and- and that's when I was like, oh, this is going to end poorly. He became a drunk in my attic for about another month. And then I had to fake me selling the house in order for him to get so out. So you had oh, a squatter. Wow. I had a squatter. You he, did.
3: That's really funny.
0: It's like, oh, man. You know, the realtor really wants me to have everything out of here. Including you.
3: Including yeah. you. It goes on the market tomorrow. That's so you haven't told that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Three years later, he still owns the house. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that he never put a sale Sales it, sign out yeah. You know, it was the economy <laughs> I couldn't sell at the time. Yeah. Uh, well, according to this recent survey, there are a lot of nice people out there. Only six percent of people said that they wouldn't be prepared to let them stay at all. Uh, another fourteen percent said they weren't really sure, but you know the rest of us thirteen percent would let us st- let a friend stay for one or two nights. and That number goes up twenty two percent set up to a week. That was the most popular answer mm-hmm. about a week for most people. What
1: do you guys think, Jeff? Jen? Would you let people stay for? A week? It would depend, you know.
3: Yeah. It well. Yeah, <laughs> like it depends Sean, on. The- <laughs> I would,
2: Sean could stay forever. Sean could stay forever, but, you know, one of my friends who I love dearly is coming uh, for
3: Memorial Day. And, you know, four or five days is good with her.
1: I couldn't see anyone living at Jeff's house.
2: You can, no.
3: you can stay for a few days.
1: Jeff,
2: if your like house two? burned
3: down, you could stay.
2: Hey, but my how long could I stay? How could, long would you, you let me stay, stay? You
3: could stay for a few days. I don't think you would want to stay for more than three or four days because it's is, a small place. It's only 1,200 square feet. It would get crowded. Jeff,
2: and I'd be very uncomfortable when the freaky
3: stuff went down. Well, and Jeff there is, is <laughs> some freaky stuff that's going down.
1: But I think he would be downtown at the Cincinnati Inn and then you would be <laughs> <there slowly laughs> taking care of his cats.
3: You know what? Just take the keys. Yeah, <laughs> Just call me when you're ready to move out. That's going to be what happened. <laughs> I'll be downtown. <laughs> uh, let's see. So if you've got more than 10 close friends and you want to save on rent, one of them might actually let you crash on their couch forever because... Nine percent of really nice people said that they would let a friend stay at their place indefinitely.
2: Well, they probably also have very large houses. Yes, you know if you got a big house, I know
3: that's the yeah. I should be staying at your house. You got like you know thirty five hundred square feet, or you got a big ass place up there.
2: Well, you know. We could live in your closet. It's filled with... I know,
3: yeah. that closet alone.
2: <laughs> if I the size you of a master bedroom. bare spare bedrooms right now. Holy you could get to mackerel. the bed, but there wouldn't be a lot of space or room mm. outside of it.
3: Hey, uh-huh. uh, I'm not sure if this would even be considered a penalty here in the U.S. because half of us post about this kind of stuff on Facebook all the time anyway. But last week, a city in southwest China has started forgiving fines for minor traffic offenses and things like jaywalking. And they're forgiving those fines on one condition. You have to confess on social media. Confess that you did whatever it is you're being ticketed for. Yes, and that post has to get more than 20 likes. Man, that would be awesome for us. Well, you can still
0: do it. Jen, if you wanted, because you still have that license plate thing going
2: on. No, I put the license
0: plate on. You got on a new the, one? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, some well, done. well, somebody
1: else picked it up for <laughs> <Okay>. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I thought the same thing when I was driving behind her. I was like, "When did I thought she had this car? Because <laughs> she had this car for like six
0: months." <laughs> that temporary plate is really old. I yeah. know. All Honestly, the numbers
1: were faded. Yeah, that's why I was like, "What is this?"
3: I'm like, "That just proves cops don't even pay attention to that stuff." But uh, I guess this is surprising because you would think that if you got nailed on a minor traffic offense or for something dumb like jaywalking. You probably wouldn't think twice about posting it on Facebook just because it's another means for attention or maybe you think it's funny or maybe your friends might have a reaction to it. But in China, only a handful of people have actually done this to 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 uh, get the fine waived. Uh, The cops are mostly targeting people on bikes and and scooters in areas where they tend to hand out a lot of tickets. And the idea is that shaming people online will have a bigger impact than handing out fines. Plus, it'll spread awareness and hopefully make the roads safer. And if it works, they're going to do this in other areas, too. But you have to have a population of people that are sensitive to that kind of shaming, which in China... They are embarrassed that they got a minor traffic. Yeah, because I'm sitting
2: there thinking, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be feeling shame for jaywalking. That is not I am not going to be super embarrassed to admit that I jaywalked. Well, that's because I, you know, you're an ugly, be, entitled American. Apparently so. Crying <laughs> But, right uh, out but
3: uh, yeah, well, like if you done. were in China. And, mean, yeah.
2: that, I, I mean, that L- would be listen, like, I jaywalked.
3: Listen, if you and. So the other condition is not only do you have to put it up on Facebook, uh-huh. but you have to get at least twenty likes, and that's what's crazy. If you're an American citizen and you get nailed and you put it up on Facebook, oh you probably
1: God. you know you'd get hundreds, you get dozens,
2: right?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know it's a story on um, Grey's Anatomy. They had a um, oh she she got deported. There was a girl on the show that was going to get deported for running a red light. Like, so, I mean, it's like little if stuff like that. Deal. It could be a violation mm. to you being in the United States. So what States?
2: happens, man, if you're doing 85 and a 55? What do they do to you then? You're out of there. What about drunk driving? It.
3: You're probably what locked happens? up. Uh, here's a quote from one of the posts. Uh, this guy who got pulled over on a scooter had to write on Facebook, I was seized by traffic police when driving my scooter in the wrong direction at an intersection. <laughs> I have learned... I have learned it was wrong after education by the traffic police officer. Mm. I would like to remind Internet users to learn from my lesson. Wow. And as long as he gets at least 20 likes, then the fine will be waived.
2: I mean, does he have to word it that way? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because You know, I'd be like. Hey, 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 I was a ding-dong today. You know, I'd, I'd write it in some form of a poem being silly or something.
3: Yeah. It you would be a, more
2: likely to get the likes that guess way.
3: Yes, you got a ticket for, you know, staying in a parking space too long mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, it's National Picnic Day, guys. National Picnic Day, which seems mm. like it should always fall on a weekend. Who has time for picnic on a Monday, especially with this weather? But they did ask a 1,000 Americans to name their favorite picnic foods. And for what it's worth, sandwiches were at the top of the list. Bologna sandwiches. Oh, bologna sandwiches. Sure. All right. Bologna sandwiches it is. Fried chicken, watermelon, potato mm-hmm. salad, chips and dip, deviled eggs, pasta salad, fruit salad, mm-hmm. pie, and baked beans. Mm-hmm. And
1: These are all excellent choices.
3: Also, what's the best candy bar of all time? They asked 8,000 people. To vote online. And Kit Kat took the top spot. I do like Kit Kat. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed to see that the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups did not make the top 10 list. So this is not a legitimate that's surprising.
1: list. Is that your fave? Favorite candy yeah, bar? I would say so. Maybe I don't really consider that a candy bar because it's more of like a round snack.
3: Oh. Like if you it's think of a, kids, it's not a technically candy cup. it's not a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. If you think of bar, you have to pick like Snickers or Almond well, um, Joy. Like what might appetizer. hurt
2: Reese's yeah. is that they've also got the eggs and the pumpkins and oh, the Christmas trees. Right. So oh, the, yeah. the votes could have been all
1: split.
3: Somebody What's your, your favorite candy saying. bar, Jeff? Well, I would say if not, if I can't have Reese's peanut butter cup, I would say Kit Kat's a pretty close second. You guys? Um,
0: payday Twix hundred grand? grand score. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The Necco Wafers. <laughs> oh, those <laughs> are candy Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, got to take a break here. It is 731. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, finally, uh, someone who might have actually just deserved to be dragged off a Delta flight. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> Did you hear about this? <laughs> Guy or girl this time? Uh 45-year-old woman. Oh, here we go. Her name is Sarah Beach. She was on a Delta flight from London to Salt Lake City on Thursday. Okay. She is an American who I guess has been living in England. And while they were over the ocean, she started sprinting up and down the aisle, threw a cup of coffee on about half a dozen passengers, and overturned a drink cart.
2: Well,
3: that's misbehaving. It's not clear what prompted that, maybe she's just afraid of flying. Maybe she panicked. I don't know, but uh, luckily, there were not one but two air marshals on board. yeah, I forget we're flying with air marshals that they're they but are they're still those.
2: hanging around They're still
3: hanging around, yeah. yeah, anyway, they got her under control and made her sit next to them, and she was fine for a while, cover blown. And then she wanted to use the bathroom twice, so they had to take her. But then after a third trip to the bathroom, she jumped on one of the air marshal's backs and started attacking him. Sounds like she basically put him in a headlock, so the other air marshal had to pull her off. They handcuffed her for the rest of the flight, so now she's facing assault charges and had to undergo a mental health evaluation. That's a good idea. That's why you always keep your phone handy to shoot video situations like this <laughs> you just never know <laughs> six o'clock news exactly
2: did you guys get any good video from the wedding
3: you know um, what i didn't even take my phone out
2: i didn't either me either
3: and I you know what they had a sign as you were walking in didn't they have a sign as you're walking into the reception area like not to uh, it said,
0: don't take any photos or videos until the first dance is over i no. took uh,
1: one short snapchat video uh, right after they right when they walked down the aisle and that was it when they were done. I think we yeah, violated a pronounced. copyright law
3: there, Fritchie. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, And that's the crazy thing is I feel like I, I don't have any pictures of all of yeah. us or anything because yeah. I was like, everyone was like, put your phone away. We're going to have, have tons four. of stuff. I have nothing.
0: Yeah. I wow. have that. And that's it. Steph- wow. Stephanie, who we work with, she tagged me in a photo and I was like, oh, I didn't know Stephanie took my photo. Uh, so I went, and clicked on it, and she's like, "Out of the whole wedding, these are the three pictures that I took." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't think anyone was taking Katie It's kind of nice. It's
3: kind of nice though Katie that was. everybody like kind of focused on the yeah. couple and yeah,
1: it was nice. But it's funny because and... now I feel like we don't have any proof that we were there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was a ton of those photo, you know, those that little photo white booth, photo booth guy. thing yes. that was there. A, and lot of, a lot of people taking pictures
0: of your swan purse, Jen. That's right, and your. Swan so got
3: around In your shoes. And it seemed like there was a handful of official photographers that mm-hmm. were. Taking <laughs> oh, yeah, so for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a matter of time. And our Gorgeous. boss was taking
1: pictures. That's right. And I'm sure those are all coming out soon.
2: Yes, yeah. we're we're waiting on word of when we're allowed to post what we do have. I
1: did text Tori this morning and said, hey, um, hello. Are you guys putting pictures up? And she hasn't written back. I'm
2: sure she's asleep. <laughs> she's like, I'm on my damn honeymoon. <laughs> Well, they'll be back on the air on Wednesday.
3: (sighs) A three-year-old girl in rural Australia went missing last week near her grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Turned out she went looking for her mom. Took the family's dog, Max, with her and could not find her way back. Her family realized she was gone around 5 p.m. on Thursday. And then it got dark, so it prompted a massive search and rescue mission with two helicopters, but they couldn't find her, and she was gone all night. So scary. Well, and there's obviously a lot of wildlife to worry about in Australia. God,
2: yeah. Snakes and gators and all kinds of spiders.
3: Yeah, well, there are a million different things in Australia that can kill you there, let alone a three-year-old kid. So Mm -hmm. her, her family was freaking out. But fortunately, her grandmother found her two miles from their house the next morning, about 16 hours after she'd gone missing. And uh, she was totally fine, possibly because the dog stayed there and guarded her all night, even though he's Aww. the dog is 17 years old, deaf, and partially blind, but oh stayed with God.
2: her. Odd. And I apparently the
3: girl wasn't even traumatized by it. She told her family it was no big deal. She just got kind of <sighs> tired, so she curled up with Max and took a nap.
2: That's about right. Yeah. That's hilarious. I hope that's wonderful, and I hope she knows to never do it again.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Mm. All right. Very quickly here. um, Let's see. Yeah, I can wrap this up fairly quickly. All right. Just think about this the next time you're about to order six things for yourself at Taco Bell. It's four (laughs) ways that fast food joints trick us into eating more. And one is something that they call decision anchoring. The first option we see tends to stick in our mind, and there's a good chance we'll order that. Mm-hmm. That's why they put big signs on the windows and near the entrance to push their new items. It makes you more likely to order what you usually get, plus the new stuff they're pushing. And then there's something called price anchoring. That's where they make sure the ex- there's expensive stuff on the menu so everything else doesn't seem expensive. It's also why most places have scaled back their dollar menus. Basically, the best way to sell a $2 burger is to put it right next to a $5 burger. Makes sense. And then there's the technique of playing up the health halo. Playing up the health halo stems from this. They know we feel guilty for eating fast food. So on the menu, they play up the healthier ingredients, like making sure you can absolutely see the beautifully fresh, crisp, green lettuce and juicy ripe bread tomatoes on the sandwich. That way you won't feel as guilty and order more food. And then finally, less face-to-face interaction seems to be something that is getting people to order more. Give you an example. More places, they're adding self-service kiosks in fast food restaurants. And that's not really just to speed things up. There's actually a sales technique behind that with kiosks. We feel like we can take our time. You know, there's not necessarily a line behind us because Mm -hmm. there's multiple kiosks. And so you don't have somebody standing behind you in a hurry, judging you for how much food you're ordering. So we're actually more likely to tack stuff on the kiosk menu, like a milkshake or a chicken nugget, Uh than we would if... uh Plus, you know, when you
2: order yeah. the kiosk, they don't know how many people you're ordering for. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, you could <laughs> order three meals for yourself. Right. Yeah. Right? But, you know. That's like why I felt no
3: guilt last night when I was ordering for two from Grill of India. Right.
2: <laughs> and when I was ordering from Jets, I'd, I'd say, well, we would like.
0: we <laughs> have a family special. That's good. We'll
1: have. <laughs> All right. And what did you say, Honey. Yeah, okay, and (laughs) she's going to have the number four. So tell me, Merle.
3: (laughs) Merle. What do you want on your pizza? I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to get the curry chicken and the chicken tiki masala and the uh, chicken dippers.
2: Mm -hmm, mm
3: -hmm. Uh, We would like extra sauce. Thank you. (laughs) That would be great. Now the good news is I have something to eat this afternoon for lunch